0: 5.
1: Well, hello, triple eight seven twenty-seven. Beck is the number. It's me and him. (laughs) Oh man, I can't (laughs) wait for this weekend. Uh, Only a couple of hours. Couple days away. Yeah. Well, for me, a couple of hours. So I'm not going to be here. A couple days. Not going to be here Monday. No, we just called. Screw
0: all y'all. The uh, days uh, off that you had planned uh, been canceled. Uh, No, they have not. Uh,
1: uh, The Super Bowl is right around the corner. I will be in Houston uh, doing lots of coverage for this network. I wouldn't mind going. Either that or not thinking about the network. One of the two things will be happening this weekend. Reporting for the network? Or not thinking about the network. One of the two things will be happening this weekend. No, actually, yeah, Super Bowl, I'm very, uh, I I will say about 50% of the Super Bowls I go into with a real rooting interest. Um, you know, as you may know, I'm a Philadelphia Eagles fan. There's only been two times in history where I've had a real rooting interest on that level, uh, both of which I was, uh, I was disappointed in the end. Uh, however, uh, that being said, one of which I was really too young to even remember, but I think that's how I started becoming an Eagles fan. I have no idea. Um, but uh, this year, big rooting interest for me. I am uh, 100% behind the Atlanta Falcons. Are you really? Yes, I do. I am. Oh, uh, now, of course, your son played for the Patriots, so I, feel I know. A little bit and about and
0: I should root against them. I mean, they're the team that fired
1: him. Well, they're also the team that hired him. I know. I like them. <laughs> <laughs> um, and they loved him. And they treated him great. Yeah, and no, they no. did. And, and, and look, they're a great organization. I mean, I, you know, I, there's there's certainly problems I have with them. They've done some things that are a tad shady here and there. Uh, but uh, oh, it's it that's so not. That's every team. Well, I mean, I, that's probably true, honestly. Um, but uh, the Patriots uh, made a, made, a, made a, taken it to a new art form. Yeah, um, I will say this: uh, I, it's not necessarily about Patriots hatred this year for me. I just I really we'll like the I, I really like Matt Ryan. I like the Falcons offense. It's yeah. an all time offense. I mean, it is one of the best offenses that has ever played in the National Football League. They scored, I think, the eighth most points of any team in the league. Um, they had more That's touchdown so nice. drives than punts. This year, punts and turnovers. More wow. touchdown drives than pun- t- punts and turnovers combined. But I mean, really, the only team I-, I think that's ever done that previously was uh, um, the, or at least the most recently, 2007 uh, Patriots, who almost won 18 and 0. That's how good this offense is. Their defense is not great, but it's okay. Um, I really like Matt Ryan a lot, and I like the—I I mean, I just like the t- makeup of the team. It's not the Eagles, but I'm I'm rooting pretty hard for uh, the Atlanta Falcons. Do you care? Or are you?
0: I—you know what? I I really kind of don't. It doesn't. I mean, I like to see. I kind of rooting for the Patriots because I never have ever since my days in uh, Tampa, and uh, rooting against the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Sure. I cannot bring myself to oh, yeah. root for the Atlanta Falcons. Ah, that's understandable. There's there is a Well, and that's why you guys always are like, "Why can't you? I don't understand. Oh, why do course. you not hate the, <laughs> the Why do you hate the Cowboys?" Of it's because course. of that. Yeah, of course. You
1: know, I I <laughs> root for the Eagles, so of course I hate the Cowboys, yeah, just... the Redskins and the Giants. Although I've rooted for the for some of those teams here and there. Um in fact, the last you uh, like sure
0: you can still like them from time to time. Yeah, no, like the okay. last the
1: last two Super Bowls uh, that uh, the Patriots and Giants played, I actually rooted for one, one one I rooted for the Giants in the year that the Patriots were going were gonna to go undefeated because I just didn't want to see an undefeated. See I didn't want to see them be. I I don't like I don't like the Patriots at all. I really hate the Giants more, <laughs> um, but. I didn't want to see the Patriots be, like, the greatest team of all time and go 18-0. and It would have been cool to see, but that game was incredible to see, obviously. The end of it was, I mean, probably the best ending of any football game in history, yeah. arguably. Um, and then, uh, this, But the second time I really wanted the Patriots to win because I was sick of the Giants winning. I don't like the Giants winning. I, it, it makes me very angry when they win. Um, and of course, then the Giants won again just to piss me off. Of course they did. Um, so, uh, but, you know, uh, it, it kind of interesting. I, you know, I wish
0: they wish I tried to figure out a way to uh, make it so that uh, this is just me thinking that I, I want my son to have a Super Bowl ring. and Because uh, the year that he played with them, they didn't go to the Super Bowl. But they had a contractual issue.
2: D- issue
0: that mm-hmm. I think, I think that if it works out date wise, he could probably get a ring. Look, I'm going back. You're going back. I'm going back. Is he right going? Now. Is he? No, interested? he has no idea I'm doing this. But uh, you are a
1: god. Thank God. <laughs> Thank God I had my dad. I'm contacting,
0: I'm contacting his manager, and I'm going to take care of it myself.
2: I got it. <laughs> oh, God. I got it.
0: Poor Elvis. I mean, I mean <laughs> what he goes through, what he goes through with this guy is, is
1: absolutely unbelievable. Um, so, uh, what's your pick? I, I will say I that. Been good, Patriots. Patriots I, are good ones. You're probably right because, A, I don't want them to win, which is the main reason teams win. Uh, in in life, the main reason teams win is because I don't want them to win. Just Brady's, so you know, I mean, that, I, know,
0: I know the Falcons are on their little, where they're you know, hot offense, and uh, Matt Ryan is uh, geeky looking, but he's still a superstar. But Brady is going to prove his point that he's the best, and let's move on.
1: I mean, he is the best. He's he. It's hard to think of Tom Brady as anything other than the best quarterback of all time. Yeah, and I am not a fan of Tom Brady, <laughs> but I mean, you know. He has done all the things, like where yes. Joe Montana had the in- incredibly clutch career and won all the Super Bowls, mm-hmm. um, and Dan Marino or Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning won two Super Bowls, but uh, Marino won none. But they both put up incredible numbers yeah, and huge. did amazing things. Really, Brady's done both of those things. Yeah, he's won all the Super Bowls and, and put, put up, up the, the numbers. incredible numbers. Um, and obviously, you know, eras change, and you have to look at that. I mean, you know, I, and I faced think- adversity with false accusations. Uh I mean, maybe in some parts <laughs> of his personal life, he's been accused falsely, uh, but I certainly not in the main things that have been controlled in the media. Um, uh, you know, but I still believe Dan Marino is the best passer of all time. It's my personal uh, belief. There's nobody who's ever thrown the ball like him. Although Rogers is close. Rodgers is the only one I can say that's, that's actually close as far as pure talent throwing the ball. But I mean, Brady yeah. has won, he's won four Super Bowls. He might be on number five. It's incredible. That being see. said, I think, I think the Falcons are are well positioned yeah, no, no I don't think it's their year per se I mean they are that good on offense but they're the type of team where the Patri- uh, the, the, the Steelers are the exact opposite Steelers are designed to be beaten by the New England Patriots. Sure um, sure, looks that and, way all you know, the time. Obviously, it wow. did happen. Yeah, no but, kidding. I mean, when they're the type of team, they've got a few really unbelievable players. They feed the ball to them constantly. Um, and that is the type of team that the Patriots do well against. Uh, a team like the Falcons, I think, have that, I think they've got a legitimate chance. I really see, look at this game as, if, as a toss-up. If, if
0: they can come out and uh, kind of punch them in the face like they did Dallas right off the bat... You know, and get New England thinking, "Whoa, hey, maybe these guys are real. They might, they might be able to pull it off." You're saying, "Well, because uh, Atlanta beat Dallas by punching them in the face and never looking back." Man. And if they can do that against uh, uh, you're New talking, England, Green Bay beat Dallas in the in the
1: playoffs. Is that what you're? No, the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I thought you were talking about the playoffs. My my my, my bad.
0: Yes, I am, but I'm talking about against Green Bay. Yes, okay. uh, you're right. I said okay. Dallas. Yeah. Yes. Yeah
1: got it okay but if they
0: can come out and punch him in the face and and get them on their heels and thinking hey we are not uh what what's going on And here? that's the sort of I, th- yeah. I think they could win.
1: And and it's hard to shut them down because Matt Ryan will go anywhere. He doesn't right. he doesn't try to feed the ball to a couple people. So right. they've got great talent on offense. I, I mean that that team's going to score against anybody. I, I you know I don't know. It's it's it is it's only a it's three a point line. Room. Yeah, it's only a three it's point good. line, and you I think that's the, probably right with the with the experience of. You got the big Lady Gaga right.
0: halftime show to look oh, forward
1: geez. to. That's that might be one I go to get a snack at. I got to say now. Lady Gaga is <laughs> oh, no, very, talented, her, very talented. Very yeah. talented. I mean, I, I am not a fan, um, but like she's not like you might look at her as I did for for a long time and think you know. She's wearing ridiculous outfits, she's singing stupid songs, she's making dumb political statements, she's just (laughs) the typical ridiculous pop star. She's really more than that in that she's like classically trained musician, like she's uh, a classically trained singer. Um, She's, uh, you know, very talented as far as the actual mechanics of singing. I just don't really care and also don't really like her songs, so... That uh, seems like one I could skip. That seems like one I could skip. <laughs> no, you got. Uh, no, but there, it's you'll still,
0: have lights to turn on and stuff.
1: I will. From your little seat, they are the very sky. specific. When you sit in the seats, the first thing you get is this. Um, there's usually like a, a like a seat cushion or something. Yeah, and you look in it and then Full of stuff, and it has all sorts of stuff in there. And it says it says here's your light, and then but wait for the you screen to tell you. The, don't turn it on until the stupid you, screen you'll, you'll tells you to shot. do it. You'll be shot. Yes, people get shot at
0: the Super so, Bowl. If so they when turn you the light on, when
1: you're so. watching the Super Bowl and you're watching Lady Gaga dance around and, and say God knows what, I mean, I could easily see and that one political statement that, about Trump or something here because she is very
0: very liberal. Well, I Though don't know. I don't think if the you NFL. Br- is. The NFL does not want it. Pepsi but I mean, either. I mean, Pepsi's no. a big sponsor. Pepsi's got the big website going on. I have not looked at it. Oh.
1: I will say that if I'm Pepsi, if I'm the NFL, I'm putting a clause in there saying there will be no political
0: statements yeah, no I, or, I think, or you lose half your pay. you know what I mean, like you well, need to the thing is, is that she doesn't get paid for it, right They don't get paid for it. That is so weird that's that sure true. Is. Uh, as far as I know, it is. As far
1: I've as, heard that before. That's as far
0: kinda... as I know it is those, they talk about how what the bump is as far as the uh, records going up on the charts uh, what their sales are after the Super Bowl so I mean it's a it's a deal that they you know most of those artists are happy to make. I don't know that I'd make it.
1: I got to say like I don't I, know uh, that I'd make that. I um was it last year Coldplay did the did the halftime show or the year before? before, before anyway. I don't know. It was one of the last couple of years. Uh, and Coldplay did the halftime show. And I actually I actually like Coldplay, um, generally speaking. Um, but they I didn't think it was a great halftime show. They were not they're not a no. great choice for a halftime show at a Super Bowl. Even though they're they're actually a better or, rock was, band uh, than face? you'd think by listening to under-
0: that Last year was what wasn't it Beyonce made her big statement? Was that with Coldplay? I don't know. Was it Beyonce that made the statement? Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um,
1: that was with Cold I don't remember. I don't remember these things. Anyway. My point though is that they played Cowboys Stadium this year um, and sold the thing out. I mean, you know, I mean, the, whole, the stadium holds like 110,000 at yeah. max. That was certainly wasn't that crowd because they cut off part of it because of the stage. But still, it had to be 70,000 people there. 60,000, 70,000 people there. And I, I honestly, like, I didn't think Coldplay was at the level where it could sell out Cowboys Stadium. Wait, no kidding. Um, but but they did the, but coming off that Super half, Bowl. Right,
0: coming off the Super Bowl, yeah. picks them up. So, so why not? Right. Yeah. On. I mean, if you're a band, you want to do the deal, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, of course you take it, but
1: you know, it's it does seem like a little ridiculous to sure get some cash for it. It I sure does. mean, the does. NFL, you know, you can't come up with. I mean, I mean, they're paying all the expenses. They're dumping money into the promotion. They've got a great case, and I'm sure you make your money back times a thousand. Yeah. But it does seem like they should at least, be, I don't know, throw them ten grand or something. 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 A little bit something. You know, for the effort. <laughs> on Groundhog Day, I'm allowed to uh, quote him. Uh, all right, uh, border. Oh my
0: gosh, it is Groundhog Day, isn't it?
1: Today is Groundhog Day,
0: Jeffy. Sorry, Stu. Six more weeks of winter. I just, yeah, I just I, see that uh, the, uh, the animal saw shut up. Yeah,
1: uh, Punk's a Tony, Tony Phil. Uh, so I'm listening to uh, WCBS News Radio 880 this morning. <laughs> now, uh, that if you don't ever listen to that, it's a station I grew up listening to. Um, and it, it's just headlines. So it's like, our it headlines are really short stories, and it's great for show prep for me, because I, it, even though it's a New York radio station, Still I like it, because they're just listing stories quickly, and then I, I hear one, and I'm like, oh, i got to look that one up, i got to read more about that, i got to read more about that. It gives me a great, it's a great way to listen in the way in when I'm getting ready. I listen to it most mornings. This morning, they're like, well, there's some disagreement uh, on whether or how much oh, no. winter we're going to have uh, today. Uh, Punk Satani Phil said, six weeks six, more yeah. of winter, and...
0: Staten Island Luke said... Uh, what? There's a new one? <laughs> I'm like, who the hell is Staten Island Luke? Oh my, did you look that up? We have to find out who Staten Island <laughs> Does anyone know, is. Has anyone ever is heard, of heard of Staten There's Island Luke? There's a Staten Island groundhog? No, that cannot be. Right? I swear,
1: I don't know if they were joking. <laughs> they might have been, it might not right? be Luke. It was Staten Island something. And so that the Staten Island groundhog woke up, apparently did the whatever the opposite shadow thing was supposed to happen and said, ah, winter's over. <laughs> Now, I don't know who to trust in this situation. Well, it's Phil, Phil, right? Phil's Phil's the name brand, you know. But what if this is an upstart? We're in a new media world. Maybe Staten Island Luke or whatever the hell his name is came in here and just said, look, I. Staten Island Shuck is the name I'm being told. Staten Island Shuck woke up and they go, you know what? I'm shaking on the media. You know, this is like uh, this is like uh, the Internet and, 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 and digital publishers taking over traditional print media.
0: Oh, this is and this is the Staten Island. This is the groundhog that uh, bit the mayor, right? What De Blasio last I, year or whatever. I don't know. Now I,
1: I really like Staten Island. Track. Yeah, I know. Okay, I'm officially, I've converted to a Staten Island Chuck uh, for my all my groundhog Staten predictions. Staten Island
0: Chuck <laughs> enters his fourth. Oh, come on. Now. Well, why don't we do,
1: this is what we should do next year is just come up with our own groundhog and just come up with a prediction <laughs> and then people will start reporting on it. Why is Why is Staten Island Chuck a news story? And Dallas Doug. <laughs> yeah.
0: and we The have groundhog in Dallas. Trot out the groundhog. Let's see what happens. The Texas groundhog. That's one thing Texas doesn't have is a groundhog, speaking for it. That's That's uh, true. We, we could use uh, the... Texas Longhorn Shadow. No, I like the groundhog. Got to stick with the groundhog. Oh, hell yeah. It's, it's got to be a groundhog. Um,
1: all right. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Eh, well, you know what? We blabbed the whole break. Let's take a break <laughs> and come back on the other side. And uh, first of all, we'll tell you about uh, my Patriot Supply. Now, Groundhog Day, one of my favorite scenes in Groundhog Day is uh, when Bill Murray is sitting at the table and he orders uh, a bunch of food at the diner. And then he's just like, "Ah, eh, just keep bringing it. Give me one of everything. And just keeps he just loads the, the table up. That's what I. That's what I would do on Groundhog Day. He does a lot of stuff. He's killing himself all the time. He's. Uh, he's trying to have sex with all the women. I just eat. You know, that's all I want to do is eat. I've come to that point in my life. It's pretty much all I want left. That's really all there is to do. This inspiring message is brought to you by my Patriot Supply. Now, my Patriot Supply <laughs> will give you uh, four weeks of food for only $99. Uh, you see the deal right here. See, there's pancakes. Look at that. you got some rice. you got some great soups. The soups are really good. Uh, uh, they've, like got good they've got stew. Uh, they, they've got uh, – you can also get – I don't think it's in the $99 uh, four-week thing, but they have emergency pizza you could order from them as well. There's all sorts of stuff my Patriot Supply has. And the reason they do this is because they want to give you the best product, they want to give you the best opportunity for you to prepare yourself for whatever might happen. You, know, you, got, you got a family to take care of. You got to take some basic steps. If you're like me and you're thinking, well, you know, you, you don't might not think ahead. You know, Glenn's always talking about preparation. Pat, oh, no. Pat's been doing preparation before, before Glenn was. And me, it's like, ah, hey, guy, I got some. I think I got some leftover. I got a half a burger uh, left in there from right. McDonald's. Uh, that should be, get me through whatever this needs to styrofoam happen. Styrofoam right? box, still, you're fine. Yeah, when you have kids, unless you're Jeffy. You start thinking about being more responsible. And uh, My Patriot Supply can actually help you take care of your family. 888-411-5290. And by the way, the food's really good, too. You wouldn't mind a giant plate like a Groundhog Day table filled with My Patriot Supply food. You'd actually want to eat it. PrepareWithTheBlaze.com is the address. PrepareWithTheBlaze.com. 888-411-5290. My Patriot Supply. So a countdown. Maybe we could start uh, the countdown uh, to, for two years. Uh, the border wall will be done in two years. Uh, so start the countdown. Can we get a border wall countdown clock? Uh, because General Kelly told uh, Fox News he wants the U.S.-Mexico border wall finished in two years. Um, and the good thing was that we can add on there it can be border wall slash Pat and Stu, eat their underwear countdown clock. Uh, because we were, I in love with that. You actually, I you am love in it. love with that. And I, we did promise. Uh, thank God, we did not promise on the Supreme Court, but we did promise on the border wall. If he can get 90%, I think we said 90%. We said 90, might and 95, have been 95. But whatever, we'll say 90. I think
0: 90 is fine. Ooh, I um, don't know about that. No, he, maybe it was he, ninety five. Was it, it 95? If it gets close to 90%, you could bet that's what I'm going with. <laughs> we'll have to look back at the I original think it's promise. I think it was 95. 95. Okay. But so it didn't him. matter. Either way. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. Right.
1: He said he was going to do it over the whole border. Um, yeah, well, he's got a couple that. years here. Said he's going to build a wall across the entire border. Now, what we said through the entire campaign is he will. He, look at that countdown. That's not really a countdown clock, that's just two years. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you need a clock? That's a that's a Jeffy cup. It's uh, what we know. got. Okay, well, that was good enough. Yeah, on short notice. Because um, kind of, I say the same thing about Jeffy. Hey, Pat's out. We have Jeffy here. It's what we got. So uh, two years uh, left until uh, the border wall will be built and oh, yeah. maybe we eat our underwear. Uh, any given day, border agents pick up about 600 people on the Mexican border. Uh, The wall will be built where it's needed first, and then it will be filled in. That's the way I look at it, Kelly said. I really hope to have it done within the next two years. All right, well, there we go. We'll see. Uh, Trump got 32 million viewers for his Supreme Court announcement, which is kind of funny because, you know, unless you listen to this show and a few others, you probably did not know Neil Gorsuch's name until uh, Donald Trump kind of stumbled his way through that announcement. I know. Uh, I mean, really, no one knows who these people are uh, because... That's just not, you know, the way our society operates. And I, and I gave cre- uh, Trump big credit, first of all, for the pick. I think it was a good pick. But second of all, uh, that, you know, it really was one of the most transparent, uh, probably the most transparent way to go through a Supreme Court justice. I really hope this sets a precedent for future presidents when they're running to release a list of a couple dozen. Uh, that would be the selections and will be someone on that list. You don't have to give the names exactly in in front, but, I mean, a couple dozen is a a completely reasonable thing. Oh, yeah. Gives you room to maneuver. If you find out something bad about one or two of them, you can move to another. You can kind of make a choice. You'll still have a range of options. I really like this, and I really hope it continues. Um, I did not have any faith he would stay on the list, um, but he did. And so we celebrate that here on the program, of course. Uh, Fox News, 7.56 million. CBS, 7.97. Yeah,
0: they were saying the final State of the Union for Barack Obama, 31.3 million. Okay, so mm-hmm. he, he beat that. Uh, but he didn't beat uh, the Obama announcement of Osama bin Laden, the death of Osama. No, well, that um, was a
1: huge story, and we didn't know it was coming. I mean, right. I, you know, that was, look, that's obviously, I mean, without a doubt, uh, i number one on the list of memories of President Obama that are positive. Yeah. Uh, the best moment of his administration without even any, uh, without, not even there's nothing else that even challenges it. I mean, of course, there are a lot of asterisks on this. I mean, he delayed it for months and could have done it much earlier. It was not the most difficult decision in 500 years, as Joe Biden said. And then he it delayed the easiest.
0: announcement to make sure that he had the biggest audience. I mean, that it never came. It never came. Remember, they just kept milking the screen, milking the screen. Mm. We're expecting an announcement from, we hear that it might be. We're expecting, mm. we're expecting an announcement. We hear that it might be. <laughs>
1: But bottom line is uh, he didn't get in the way to stop our military from killing Osama bin Laden. So thank God, uh, because that was uh, that was important. Um, Gorsuch uh, is actually pretty funny. Uh, he's uh, he's uh, and this is another reason I like him. And I'm, I'm partial to this as a uh, as a multiple New York Times best-selling author, um, co-author of a multiple New York Times bestseller. It's true. I mean, my name's on the books. I mean, Glenn's name's bigger. <laughs> Probably the reason they sold the copies, but I wrote some of it or helped write some of it.
0: Anyway. But I mean, it, you have your own, you have a book that you've authored. And Cliché's sold out
1: completely. Uh, Cliché's uh, uh, The Best, The Worst Thing Since Sliced Bread. Um, uh, That's that sold out every copy. There's no copies that are available. Not one copy available. No, they, well, all the ones we printed are sold out. Anyway, so there's there's those two things that add up to not much. Uh, But uh, uh, Gorsuch uh, developed a reputation for being a very skilled writer during his time on the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Tenth Circuit. He uh, displayed his talent earlier this year when he disagreed with a ruling in favor of an officer who uh, who arrested and sent to juvenile detention a 13-year-old boy for disrupting a gym class with Burpick. His dissent began... If a seventh grader start, uh, starts trading fake burps for laughs at gym class, gym class, what is a teacher to do? Order extra laps? Detention? A trip to the principal's office? Maybe. But then again, maybe that's too old school. Maybe today you call a police officer. Maybe today the officer decides that instead of just escorting the now compliant 13-year-old to the principal's office, an arrest would be, better, would be a better idea. So out come the handcuffs and off goes the child to juvenile no detention. Kidding. My colleagues suggest that the law permits exactly this option – And they offer 94 pages explaining why they think so. Respectfully, eh, I remain unpersuaded. Pretty good. Pretty freaking good. Uh, And yeah, probably a good policy as well. Real good
0: policy. Uh, Um, Now, we also, I will say that uh, I kind of uh, yesterday fell for, uh, 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 you know, the the bacon story.
1: You did? Uh,
0: Because I was upset massively. Uh, that there was going to be a shortage of bacon. We find out today that it's a fake story, mm-hmm. and uh, we also yesterday the media fell for uh, the fake news story uh, blaming Trump ban for Iraqi mother's death. Uh, do you remember uh, various media outlets issued the retractions and apologies? So I'll just say, you know, I'm sorry. Um, there's not going to be a shortage of bacon, and I'm very happy about that. Uh, after spreading a story of a man claiming his mother died because of President Trump's travel ban, of course. I mean, they quoted the man extensively, he was everywhere, but apparently, uh, of course, they didn't check to see uh, when the mother actually died, and uh, I really believe this is in my heart. If they would have let us in, my mom, she would have made it, and she would have been sitting right here next to me. She's gone because of him. It was everywhere. We We saw that story everywhere. BuzzFeed ran the story under a headline affirming that the man claimed his mother died. A retraction later added to the article. Huh. It was nice of them uh, when the families uh, I'm on revealed that uh, she had died prior to the ban. Oops. Oops. Uh, um, Sorry, we're just look, claiming that.
1: I would assume over the next three months there will be one of these stories that's actually oh, absolutely. real. Um, and the media will, will run with it. There's um, lawyers know, waiting,
0: waiting for it at DFW right now. You can't
1: make national policy based on the idea that theoretically somebody could die in a tragic circumstance that you can't see. Um, remember, the, the Trump administration, in this executive order, built in exceptions. With ex- the only exception of this is Syria, but the exceptions to potentially import uh, people um, who maybe, sh- you know, uh, should be allowed in and they don't understand. Right. Like, they, they just aren't executing that policy correctly, or at least didn't the first couple of days. Um, you know, they can, if there's a certain circumstance, they can let people in. Um, but... Uh, You know, the media is going to jump over one of these stories. And it's why it is a dangerous policy. I don't know. The upside is questionable here. I mean, I I agree with uh, the administration that this is not what the media is portraying it as. It is not. It is not the Trump campaign promise at all. I mean, they're barely related. Honestly, barely related. Um, It's a sensible policy as far as scope. Um, It's not it's not uh, overreaching. However, I don't know that there's a huge benefit to it. Um, we'll see what happens, but you know, a three, a limit of 50,000 is about, is about reasonable, it's slightly less than we've been doing, but I mean, you expect that from Donald Trump. He's what ran on, uh, on that uh, sort of promise. It's really more of a, it's a questionable policy in that. I don't know that it's going to be necessarily all that effective, but it does limit the risk for a short period of time. Mm-hmm. And Hey, that's better than nothing.
0: It is better than nothing. That's for sure. Um, and congratulations are in order for, uh. Rex Tillerson from, from here in Texas. Hell yeah. As the I, Secretary I, I, of State.
1: I think, uh, you know, Tillerson, I, uh, when, it, when he was announced as the candidate, I was a little torn on him. I'm, I was nervous about his, uh, his role with Russia, his relationship with Russia. But I actually really like the guy. I like ExxonMobil. I think they're a big, uh, a good, uh, huge employer, obviously, in this country. And yeah. they are bringing uh, what you call civilization to America with their uh, finding of fossil fuels and delivering them to our gas stations. Thank you. Um, I am not, I, I love fossil fuels, huge fan of Exxon, uh, generally speaking. Uh, and I, I think the character of Rex Tillerson is really strong. I mean, everything I've read about this guy is he's a serious person, um, a, uh, a real high character individual, um, and a guy who has a lot of experience that is very, very similar to what you would do as a secretary of state. He just did it in the business world. Right. He, I mean, you know, some article was comparing him to essentially running his own little country. And that's kind of what Exxon mm. is. It's that big. <laughs> yeah, no He's dealing with new world leaders all the time. He's doing deals with them all the time. So a lot of it, I, there's a lot to like on Rex Tillerson. Some of the stuff makes me a little nervous because of the stance of the administration towards Russia. I'm nervous mm. that he might go along with that. But I think he, I much, I'd rather have Rex Tillerson as president than Donald Trump. I mean, I, I, straight out, I, I mean, if, I, if I could choose, I would pick Tillerson over, over Trump. Um, I, I think generally speaking, he's a, he's a really good guy. Um, and even I even heard uh, Tim Kaine on, who obviously lost to Donald Trump um, and, um, and Mike Pence on TV today and said he's, he voted against Tillerson, I believe. But what he said was, I actually probably would have voted for him for secretary of energy uh, or uh, secretary of commerce. Like he actually just liked him. He just didn't think he had the applicable experience. Um, and had some issues with him, which, of course, he's a Democrat. And he'd understand that. But I mean, I, I, I like Tillerson as a pick, yeah, and I too. and I think if I were in the Senate, I probably would have voted for him. And
0: I kind of like the idea that uh, they made a big deal. Another thing that they made a, a, a big, kind of a big deal about was his uh, disdain as when he was the head of Exxon for the State Department. And I was like, well, that's what he was supposed to be doing because you kept uh, tying his hands every time he tried to do something and bring oil and and jobs to any place in the world Mm -hmm. and particularly here in america i thought okay good good because now even if he now he's working for uh the state i mean the head of the department that he didn't really like so he knows the people to get rid of
1: i like that i want oh that job isn't open anymore
0: no generally speaking
1: and and this does not apply to the military but generally speaking i really like when people who want to get rid of agencies run them one of the first episodes of Parks and Recreation is is is, is on that. I just remember one of the first things. Because the guy, who's the guy that's like kind of the libertarian on, on the cast? I'm going to apologize. Ron Swanson. Ron Swanson. Yes, of course. Ron Swanson. <laughs> and one of the first episodes, I didn't really watch that show religiously by any means. But one of the first episodes, he was ta- talking about how he was running the park, Parks and Rec Department and wanted to get rid of all government-related parks. Nice. And like that was like a joke in the show. Like, look at this idiot. He's running it and he wants to get rid of him. I completely agree with that philosophy. You want to have somebody who's looking to limit the power of the agency they're running. That is a positive thing. That is not a negative. It's a positive. You want someone who's going to focus on only the most important things that the agency actually tries to do because they think a lot of the other stuff is frivolous. You want them to be looking for the frivolous things. You want them to be looking to eliminate power. You want them to be able to cut budgets and make it so the American people can keep more of their own money. Huh. These are positives. Yeah. Um, and, of course, in Hollywood, it's like a, a funny thing to mock. But I was like, yeah, actually, that's, that's I actually like smart. it. I like that. I like it. I like it for that reason. <laughs> uh, so I actually like I think like Perry, for example, in energies. Yeah. Is I, I like that. I, I don't you know we'll see if he does a good job or not but i mean the general philosophy of that you want someone who knows what the hell they're doing but also is not looking for ways to, new ways to get involved in your life we're looking for ways to pull out of it um, you know and the only the only really exception i would have for that is is the actual military where you don't necessarily want a pacifist running it because you don't want someone who's never going to use the military or never going to going to disarm us and have no you don't want code pink running the military that would not work out that well uh, because when you needed it, you need it back quickly. Um, but other than that, I'm, I'm pretty much there on that one. 888 uh, 727 back is the number. I want to come back on the other side and talk a little bit about uh, this Australia nonsense coming from the media. Uh, because they are they're going crazy over this Donald Trump call with Australia. We'll tell you the actual truth behind it, because there's some you know parts of this that are not being covered by the media at all. And uh, you need to know. Them. Coming back in a second. Oh, no. Bacon Crisis 2017. Ah, yes, that's the big story today. Uh, Really, it's all about bacon, and Jeffy's been talking about bacon and making sizzling noises for most of the show. Um, So hungry for bacon. The second biggest story of the day, I guess, is Australia. I mean, I guess the Berkeley thing was pretty big, too, with, with Milo Yiannopoulos. Uh, and who, and I, I mean, I don't understand that that whole shtick at all, to be perfectly honest with you. Uh, but I he shouldn't be obviously um, uh, assaulted or any of his supporters assaulted. Um, that's obviously completely wrong. And, I, you know, while I don't think, you know, his message is a positive one, he's still a his First Amendment rights need to be protected. Um, and this sort of this is craziness. I mean, the left is doing everything they can. To help Donald Trump and people like Milo Yiannopoulos. Now, look, uh, some of that's really good. I think. I think it's pushed Donald Trump to the more conservative side because he's just re- re- reflexively going away from that, which I think is great. Um, you know, obviously, you know, you know, your your average Breitbart editor likes that sort of um, this sort of stuff. It feels them. You know, the only reason people know who they are. I mean, the only reason anyone knows who this guy is is because he. He takes stands like this and creates controversy. Right. And, you know, there's there's a place for that. I, you know, I think a lot of people in the audience, they go back and forth on people like this because usually they eventually put their foot in the mouth in the, in the wrong way and people kind of turn away from them. Um, but I don't know. Maybe there's, those lines are dead. I have no idea. Uh, the other thing was Australia. Now, Donald Trump got on the uh, phone with uh, Mexico and Australia over the past week or so. Both of these things. I mean, the leaks coming out of this government, uh, worse than any president I can remember. Uh, almost everything that happens seems to be leaked to the media now maybe Trump is intentionally leaking things to the media um, or he's got a lot of people who are not uh, loyal to him and uh, and, are, and are leaking uh, uh, instead which I, both of the, you know
0: both of them are questionable Yeah it is but I kind of I, I got the impression that I kind of think that he is part of it uh, that he's leaking it, and I think that I kind of get the idea that remember what we talked about with the with the Supreme Court uh, justices, where he leaked the last three or the last three got leaked, or yeah. whatever. And we were and like we, we had some that. Were, yeah. He would you know pull in a wild card uh, just to show the media that they were wrong. Yeah, I think he's setting them up for that.
1: Maybe, uh, I maybe. Them up for I that. wouldn't be surprised at all. And uh, you know, the guy does know the media. He certainly knows how to win the media battles. He's been winning them for you know a couple of years um, now. What we're hearing from the media today is, did we get into a fight with Australia? Uh, Why won't we take their refugees? It's so terrible. Can we look just a step deeper? Uh, Ask the next question for once. Why are we supposed to take their refugees? What led to this controversy in the first place? If you missed it. Donald Trump said, we're not going to take this bad deal from Obama. We're not taking these refugees, or at least I'm going to look at the deal. The, the argument with Australia apparently revolved around an issue where uh, Australia said, you made this deal and you need to hold to it, and uh, you know Trump doesn't want to do it. Uh, It would violate his executive order, uh, although it technically wouldn't because there was something in there that indicated if you had a previous agreement with an international uh, international power, you could still take the refugees. I think, you know, there's something in there that gets him out of it. But Obama made a deal. This is the history of it. Obama made the deal to take these refugees from Australia when he was still president. Why? Why are the refugees coming from Australia? Is Australia torturing people who need to flee? Uh, is there a crocodile Dundee situation with the, with the, the, this is a knife guy and he's like torturing refugees? No, that did not happen. It's a bunch of people fleeing to Australia. So why doesn't freaking Australia just take them? Well, that's because Australia's policy dictates that any refugee attempting to arrive by boat shall never step foot on the mainland. Huh. They are detained on offshore islands. And if they are legitimate refugees after the screening process, they are then eventually processed and must go to another country. They have to make an arrangement with another country. They don't bring them into Australia. Even after they are cleared by Australia, they still can't go to Australia. (laughs) The media is bashing Trump and claiming his refugee policy is too stringent. As written, at least, it's a temporary ban from seven countries, and then a cap at 50000 per year. The Australian refugee policy, as it relates to water arrivals, is a ban on every country with a cap of zero. <laughs> None of this is meant to bash <laughs> Australia. They've done great work, as Glenn pointed out today, with the Nazarene Fund, and they were being overwhelmed by refugees on their shores. The only sensible thing for them to do was to take steps to protect their national interests. But that's the same thing we're doing. We have millions of illegal immigrants as well as a top spot on the terrorist wish list. We have to be careful. However, somehow we're supposed to believe that our hesitance to take on refugees from Australia makes us xenophobic hate mongers when the only reason that we would need to take refugees from Australia is because Australia has a more restrictive policy than we do. It's a bunch of nonsense from the media and it's what we've come to Love and respect from them. Is that it, Jeffy? Oh,
0: my gosh. Yes. I love the idea that uh, uh, we're just going to rip the heck out of Trump uh, over the Australia deal. Only their uh, their policies are worse than ours. I, I love that.
2: They are. I mean, I mean, come on
0: now.
1: And I don't even... Worse isn't and, even the right word. I, I, it's it's sensible. They were having a major issue with tens of thousands of people showing up showing on their up. shores in boats and walking out of the mainland and getting uh, here we are uh, here we are so what they say is they catch him in the water and they bring him to an island and they say you can't ever come <laughs> now that is a sensible response when you have an overwhelming problem like that however it should be seen as hate monger hung hate mongerish by the people in the media yes it should be instead they are using it as something to make trump look bad which again as we've said over and over again and i know you're on this bandwagon as well jeffy i'm not i was not a fan of trump I don't think I'll ever get to the point where watching him make speeches and make arguments for things is going to bring me any pleasure. I don't
0: think so either. I, I don't I'm like it. With you I, don't,
1: on that. I don't like his attitude. I don't like the way he says things. I don't like his uh, his lack of general ability to
2: <laughs> speak.
1: <laughs> his grasp on the English language is tenuous. However. If he does good things, we will come in here and say he's done good things. I, if he does things that help the country, we'll come in here and say he does things that are he's doing something that helps the country. If he does, passes a terrible trade deal that makes us uh, enter into a trade war with another country and you know, jacks up the price of bacon,
0: well, you know whoa, what? Whoa, whoa, now, now you've stepped too far. It could happen, Jeffy. There Although be we do Im- so. impeachment proceedings going on right then, if that happens, I'll tell you that.
1: <laughs> By the way, I saw a poll today. Something like 70 percent of Democrats say that Trump should be impeached already. It's like 70 percent for what? Now, stunningly, three percent of Trump supporters say she should be impeached already. <laughs> <laughs> Who are those people? What? Uh, but what a weird. I, you know, it's so partisan. I'm almost willing to.
0: I, I'm almost willing to. Uh, I think we we would end up. Uh, at least I would. I think I would end up uh, liking Trump more president trump more if he didn't speak and i just had to follow him on twitter just go by the tweets so just so, cuz every time I, every time he comes out and i mean cuz i like a lot of his, a lot of his uh, brashness it feels good yeah but when he does it when i see him do it doesn't work for me. Just the way he talks. Uh, yeah, it's just I like the, the person who's really well spoken. And again, just, I'm not I saying that know, I am by any means. No,
1: not I even. I like cool. people though that sound and feel smarter than Jeffy. And that you know, that ain't too hard. It's a, it's a low hurdle to clear. But uh, Don doesn't always clear no, it. Mean,
0: wait, I was going the other. Way.
1: What? Oh, uh, yeah, no. I, whatever whatever analysis you had was the one I was looking for. 888 727 Beck is the number. Um, if you like Jeffy and you want to hear more from him, you're in luck. Because oh, no. the next segment is what? called the Jeffy segment. And we'll be back with that in just a moment. I guess I better look up something. I you to look up something.
0: It's
2: your segment. We were it's gonna a gonna segment. Have one today. What do you mean? Well, it's becoming every I'm, day.
1: I'm
0: closing the show. Why do I need a segment?
1: Well, because you're in... I don't know.
0: That's a good point. Yeah, thank you. I mean, but any day, really.
1: Here are some stories that Jeffy found and felt like sharing with us so we
2: don't have to talk anymore. Mm,
1: I miss that lovely voice. That beautiful singing voice. Uh, Still absent from the program. Hopefully next week uh,
0: he'll be back. Yeah, I mean, we don't. I don't want him to be sick forever, I and mean, just because you miss him doesn't mean he's we we all miss him uh Groundhog day is today, mm-hmm. and we talked a little bit about I said something earlier about um uh Mayor de blasio uh got getting bit by uh the groundhog in New York Staten yeah. Island Doug mm-hmm. no, I knew that there was a story about uh de blasio and 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 uh doug Staten Island Doug but uh De Blasio actually kind of killed the one. Yeah. That was the story. I did not remember the story. And he has not, he has not, he dropped him a couple years ago. It was a her, I believe. And then, uh, uh, what, what, no, it can't be. I think it was, it was
1: ground, the groundhog's girlfriend. Oh. It wasn't actually, at least according to the, to the, uh, to Twitter. um, People are saying that it was, he killed the groundhog's girlfriend. So. Uh, as, uh, one of the guys, Ben Castleman tweeted, um, okay. this is my favorite, uh, my favorite beginning of a story of all time. Um, her shadow was one of the last things she saw. <laughs> <laughs> a great lie. <laughs> but yeah, the groundhog that escaped Amir de Blasio's grasp during Staten Island Zoo Groundhog Day ceremony died a week after its fall. Yeah.
0: So it is, sh- and, it is her. And so the next year, uh, he came and they put some plexiglass between them. And now the last two years he hasn't showed. De Blasio doesn't even come to it anymore. So they're, trying, they're saying no. that he might be putting, trying to put an end to uh, Staten Island Doug. It's not it's Chuck. It's Chuck. It's not Doug. Or Chuck. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Why, why, why do I want to... Doug is ours. No, we don't... Dallas Doug <laughs> is ours. <laughs> I like that. So it's Groundhog Day anyway. And, you know, you know, everyone, I was talking to someone earlier today that said they had never seen... Groundhog Day. I, I actually like that's a, a
1: line of whether I will be, ever talk to you. What? Like, I, I now most people would say, well, that means I'll always say I've never seen Groundhog Day, which I understand. But it, I, like, to actually have a relationship with you as a human, I think you have to have seen that movie. Right? Right? It's that good. Come on. I, I mean, mean, it is one of the best movies of my lifetime, I think. Honestly, it's that good of a movie. Don't you think?
0: You're not I on that mean, level with it. I don't know. That, I, I don't know. That it's the I, greatest movie ever, but I got to tell you, I will say that you know it does seem like it's a, a, the. Uh, I mean, it made Groundhog Day. Yes, right? I mean that's not. I mean, not, I mean it, it made this holiday what it is. I'll tell you that.
1: Yeah, because people think less about whether it's going to be winter and think more of the repetition of the days right. and the things. Yeah, I, yeah. That's. I think that's true. I mean, but as, when Pat comes back, you talk uh, on Monday uh, when I'm not here. Uh, You can have a conversation with uh, Pat about Groundhog Day, and he will tell you he believes it's one of the best movies of his lifetime.
0: Glad to make a point of saying you're not going to be here. It's because I'm cherishing. We're back from the weekend. I am cherishing life. That's why. We're back from the weekend, but what would Groundhog Day be without a clip from? Oh, nice. The movie. Ah, yes. Let's see. Bill Murray.
1: That song. By the end of that movie. (laughs) <laughs> oh, god i love it i want to watch it again now <laughs> i know uh, it's a classic
0: i know i do too and and you know i heard someone uh, on the the feed uh, i read someone on the feed talking about if i owned a radio station today i would place onion share all day long and i thought you know that'd be funny for about an hour
1: you know about it's funny we hour. did i think you were there for this you had to be we did it, I think it was in Tampa, where on Groundhog Day, we started the every single break with what they say after that song. So you have like, you know, I got you, babe. And then it comes out and they're like, uh, it's uh, it's cold out there today. It's cold out there every day. What is it, Miami Beach? Not hardly. That whole rant.
0: <laughs> I, yeah, you know what?
1: And we did it the every single break. And every single break, I, I can't remember. We had some gimmick where like either. slowly over the show, the next thing we did – Improved, Like, it started out, like, we bombed the bit the first time, and then it got slightly it got better, better, and then by the last time we got it right. It was a lot of effort, and I don't think anyone cared at all, but I like it got as it. a memory. Yeah, yeah, right. As a memory, it's one of those things yeah. that, like, radio people remember oh, positively, it. but
0: the audience was like, eh, that was, I get what they're doing. Right. Two people at a car lot with, I love
1: that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Somebody liked it out there, and that person is, well, that's actually me. That's pretty much it. <laughs> It'll be cold out there today. Cold out there every day. What is this, Miami Beach? Not hardly.